Hello and welcome to the Mindful in Minutes podcast, a guided meditations podcast brought to you by Yoga for You. I'm Kelly, and today I'll be leading you through your meditation. So go ahead and get comfortable, settle in, and enjoy your meditation practice. This episode is brought to you by Premium Jane. Premium Jane is a U.S.-based company offering a number of CBD products, including oils, topicals, capsules, gummies, bath bombs, CBD for pets, and more. All of their products are made from completely organic, Kentucky-grown industrial hemp and are third-party lab-tested to ensure both purity and quality. CBD is naturally occurring in the industrial hemp plant, and in order to achieve pure quantities, Premium Jane uses top-of-the-line CO2 extraction methods. CBD is said to do a wide range of things like support a sense of calm and focus, help manage everyday stressors, help promote healthy sleep cycles, and recovery from exercise-induced inflammation. And I don't know about you, but I could probably use help with all of those things right now. So if you want to find the full range of Premium Jane products, you can go to their website at www.premiumjane.com and make sure to check out the strawberry gummies and the bath bombs. Those are my personal favorite. And make sure to use my coupon code MINDFUL to get 20% off your purchase. So that's premiumjane.com, P-R-E-M-I-U-M-J-A-N-E.com and use coupon code MINDFUL. M-I-N-D-F-U-L to get 20% off your purchase. And now, on with the episode. Hello, my friends. It is Kelly from the future. I am editing this episode, and I just wanted to make a note that you may hear a couple of kind of like microphone sounds in it. Um, My mic kind of stand arm broke, and so I have to hold the microphone in my hand, you know, kind of like Mariah Carey. Um, But it does create a little bit of kind of like a like a tapping microphone sound. So I'm so sorry about that. It'll be fixed soon because, you know, I had to get one off of Amazon and I had to wait two business days. So (laughs) it will be fixed soon. And I hope that it doesn't uh, bother you too much, but let's dive into it. Let's talk about spring cleaning. Hello, my friends. Welcome to this freeform episode of the Mindful in Minutes podcast. If you are looking for a meditation, You're not going to find it on this episode, but don't skip it because we are going to be talking about some really just fun and special things. And I'm going to be sharing tips and insights into how to spring clean your life physically, mentally, emotionally, and energetically, and how you can really use the power of this spring season that's coming to kind of start new and build new habits. So go ahead and maybe grab a cup of tea or a cup of coffee. You can get all cozy in or maybe you're like me and you like to listen on walks or drives or while doing chores you could always do that too i'm happy to keep you company with whatever it is that you are doing and i don't think i have any announcements before we dive into the good stuff it's all pretty much been the same around here often i feel like no news is good news um yeah just a standard if you have a moment and you're listening on apple podcasts leaving a five-star review really just means so much i was just looking the other day and i'm just a couple away from a thousand which i think is 
insane. And I will probably do a little happy dance with Mila and baby pork chop if I go and it's over a thousand. I just think that would be really cool. So if you want to put a smile on my face, if you could leave that review, it would just absolutely make my day. You, of course, can share with your friends if you're enjoying listening and you think they might like it too. And that's it. I think my only other announcement is that I appreciate you. (laughs) I really do. Wherever you are listening, whether you've been with me for a long time or you've just stumbled across this podcast, the first episode you're listening to, thank you for listening. And I'm just really grateful that you're here and that you're tuning in to to what it is that I have to share because I really like making it. So, so thank you. And other than that, we are just going to dive right in. So this month, I really wanted to talk about the spring season. And since spring is just around the corner, it starts on March 20th. So a few days from when I'm recording this. And you've heard me talk about before how much I love the winter season and what it represents. Um, But now I want to dive into spring because every season kind of stands for something different. It cultivates a different energy. It evokes different things in our lives. And it's it's kind of like good timing for, for different things. So if you remember when I talked about winter, I was talking about the time of darkness where you can rest, you can restore, you can, you know, slow down and just take that really important kind of slow, introspective, introverting time. And spring is a time of rebirth and renewal after that time of rest and darkness. It is a transitional period. So sometimes in the spring season, also with fall, we are um, right now transitioning from the time from dark, so winter, to the time of light, which is summer. And it can cause a little bit of kind of restlessness or feeling kind of uncertain or unsure. But if you know that that kind of energy can appear this time, you can kind of, you know, beat it to the punch. You can do something about it. You can kind of cultivate that energy and use it uh, to your advantage. So spring, like I said, it's a time of new beginnings. It's a time of fresh start. Um, It's when you're starting to get more light, not only in the days around you, if you're in, you know, the Northern Hemisphere, Um, where I live, like in the middle of winter, the sun sets at like 4 p.m. It's really depressing. Um, Well, actually, I don't think it's that depressing. Sometimes I think it's a little cozy, but I know a lot of people think it's depressing. Um, Spring, we're starting to get more light. So now the sun is setting around like 6 p.m. and then we'll be getting more and more light until then we hit summer. So in kind of this time of new beginning. Um, It also invites more lightness or more light into your life. So not just physical light outside, but kind of creating that feeling of just like light. And it is the absolute perfect time to wipe the slate clean and start something new. So new habits, new projects, new outlooks, new anything. This is an absolute great time. You just had that time of darkness and rest during winter. And now you should kind of have that energy to really pursue something and also be able to cope with the energetic shift during this transitional time from dark to light. So I want to talk about all the ways that you can approach this time of rebirth by looking at ways what I'm calling, you know, spring cleaning your life because it is not only, you know, a metaphorical time of spring cleaning but also a great time to like physically kind of shed the old and welcome in the new. So we'll be exploring spring cleaning 
physically, mentally, emotionally, and energetically. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun coming up with these ideas and writing these notes. So hopefully you have a good time listening to it. We're actually going to start with the one that I think is the least exciting. Um, And I only say it's the least exciting just because it's, you know, a little more standard. So we're talking about spring cleaning physically. So spring cleaning, you know, that's kind of cleaning your physical vessel, so your body, but then also like physically spring cleaning your space, the space around you. And I want to be clear, I'm not talking about, you know, I talk about physically spring cleaning. I'm not talking about detoxes or weight loss or any of that. You certainly can explore that on your own time. Um, something that I that I personally have been working on and that I've also been hearing from a lot of you that you're working on is kind of finding just a little bit more, I guess, harmony and balance in terms of your body and how you're feeling about it, how you're talking about it. And I've never really been a fan of talking about, you know, weight loss, detox, that kind of stuff. I like to think about finding balance and harmony and energy in my body. And since we've come off of that time of darkness and rest for winter, spring is going to be that natural time where you're going to have, you know, the opportunity to grow and change and kind of shed the old and shed the heaviness. And again, I'm not talking necessarily about physical weight, but you might find that as you start to make some of these shifts, um, that your body will kind of naturally maybe let go of some of the extra weight it was carrying during winter. Maybe, maybe not. That's not my goal or my objective, but a lot of people, you know, kind of will find that that may just naturally happen. Um, And so when you're thinking about physically spring cleaning, kind of shedding that sort of heavy lethargic feeling, a few ways that you can do this is one, starting to really eat with the season of spring. So eating seasonally. So if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, there's a lot of fruits and vegetables that are coming into season during this time. You might find that you naturally want to shift to a lighter diet from a heavier one. and that it just feels good to eat a little bit lighter. So in the winter, I do a lot of like soups and, you know, kind of like stews and root vegetables, lots of warming spices. Um, And then in the spring, I start to crave a little bit more kind of plant-based, some cooler foods. I've been eating a lot of like nourish bowls and salads. I've also kind of been on a big like avocado toast kick. So I'm I'm kind of leaning into like the stereotype of what a, you know, meditation and yoga teacher eats. Um, But I have been finding myself as spring is coming and kind of be drawn more to some of those lighter foods. It just, it tastes good to me and it feels good in my body and it doesn't feel like too heavy or too hot. Um, just kind of feels right. And so a lot of times I really believe in just sort of like intuitive eating, eating seasonally. Like if your body is craving something, it probably needs it. And that's something that I really, you know, had to honor like during pregnancy. And I had to really become more of an intuitive eater then. Um, And I've kind of kept it even postpartum and I find it to be really beneficial. So just listening to what your body wants. And you might find that that's 
maybe a little bit more plant-based, you know, eating those seasonal foods because it's also, of course, eating local and seasonally is good for the environment. It's also where you're going to get like those good high vibrational foods and also kind of get the nourishment that you need. Another thing I've really been enjoying is a little bit extra water. And I like to add like a little bit of citrus, like limes have tasted really good to me recently. So a little bit of citrus in my water has been so, so good. So yeah, that's kind of in terms of, you know, spring eating, just kind of eating what's coming into season and eating, you know, what feels good to you. And a lot of times around this time, it's shifting to just a little bit of a lighter diet. Usually like if you're one that studies like Ayurveda or similar practices, you know, the lightest time of year for eating is usually going to be summer because, you know, you're hot. And so you're going to eat cooler foods, lighter foods, but springtime is where you're kind of making that shift from heavy to light. So just thinking about that, maybe finding some balance and just eating what feels good. Um, Remembering that since this is a transitional time, it can leave you feeling somewhat restless. And it's all about just finding that balance and that harmony and also finding that energy. So having kind of that, that good, energetic, balanced feeling that's what we're really going for. It's what we're going for, you know, all times of year. But if you can find that during spring, during this transitional time, then you know that you are on track. Another way of spring cleaning physically is exploring different movement. So spring, I mean, all time of year is a good time for yoga, but spring is a great time for kind of a vinyasa flow yoga practice extra twists right now. Twists will absolutely be your friend. They physically ring out the body, helping to get the energy moving, getting your digestion fired up, getting rid of any of that gunk that you have from winter, that sluggishness. And twists also help to ignite and activate that third chakra. So that's where your internal fire, your drive, your energy resides. Also, some extra back bends are going to help getting this energy moving as well. It'll help to clear the biggest energetic channel that you have, the spine, and get your heart rate up a little bit and also helps to kind of flush out any of that gunk or sluggishness. So if you haven't done any kind of vinyasa or flow yoga in a while, this is a great time to do it. Usually in the wintertime, we do a lot more restorative yoga, yin yoga, yoga nidra. That's good kind of wintertime yoga. You absolutely can still do that when your body is feeling like it needs to rest. But during the springtime, adding a little bit more of that fluid movement, twist back bends, vinyasa flows, some sun salutations is going to feel so, so good. And it's going to help you with kind of that restlessness and that spring energy and inviting some of that that lightness back in. Um, This is also a great time to take some of your workouts outside. So depending on where you live, um, I live in a place where it gets very, very cold in the winter, definitely not working out outside or going for walks. I mean, we're talking with wind chills, negative 20, negative 30 below. So really cold, not going out in that. But like right now on the day that I'm recording this, it's like high 40s, low 50s, which for some might feel really cold. For me, that just feels like beautiful. So taking your movement outside, whether it's going for a walk, going for a run, doing your yoga outside, doing, you know, any kind of a workout um, outside 
this is a great time to do it. Going outside, connecting with the sun, connecting with the earth, just getting that fresh air is such a good way to spring clean kind of physically, but it's also going to help with the mental and the emotional as well. We know fresh air is just so good for us and it has that really great kind of like mood boosting effect. And when you get out into a little bit of sunlight and you get out by plants, it can also help to kind of energetically kind of cleanse you as well. So if you haven't been outside for a while, just go outside, do your movement outside. It will just feel really good and natural right now. Another way that you can physically spring clean is going to be like actually spring cleaning your space and your environment. So this is the time to, you know, brush off Marie Kondo and start going through your things. So going through your closet, your house, you know, everywhere. I find I get a lot of clutter and stuff in my kitchen. Um, I just get a lot of like random stuff. Also, my drunk junk drawers are in my kitchen. And I always feel pulled to go through and organize my things right at this time. And it's because of that energetic shift. And if you're feeling like you want to do it, do it. Because everything that you have has some energy to it. And the more kind of clutter and junk and things that you possess, it can kind of create a little bit more of a chaotic energy, create more of that like sluggishness. And spring is a time of lightness and openness and expansion. So kind of going through those things and doing like an actual kind of physical spring cleaning, purging of the old and creating space either just for space sake or for, um, you know, space for, for the new. So this is definitely the time to kind of organize and clean out and um, springtime will be on your side. You might feel compelled to do it and then just, you know, just do it. You can also bring in some fun new touches into your home. You could try rearranging your furniture so you're giving your eyes something new to look at. Or you could bring in something new. Like I personally have liked bringing in some fresh flowers. Um, I also brought some uh, fresh eucalyptus into my house. I like to put it in kind of vases around. I think it looks nice. Um, but it also just kind of like it smells nice. It looks nice. And it, you know, bringing a little bit of green into the space feels good right now. I also like to hang it in my shower. I saw someone else do this. This is not my idea. Pretty, I can't remember if I saw this on Instagram or Pinterest. I'm sure it's out there on both. But I saw it and I thought that's a great idea. And I take a bunch of eucalyptus and I kind of put it around like my shower head. Maybe I'll post about it. Maybe, maybe I'll show it on Instagram. But and I like to put it in my shower and just having some of that green in there, a little bit of that scent, it just feels really good and like perfect right now. I've really, really been loving that. So those are some ideas if you feel like you need to do like a physical spring clean. And as I'm going through all these different ideas, remember you don't have to do them all. This is kind of more just like brainstorming, pick the ones that resonate with you. If there's a certain area that you really want to focus on, you know, you can do maybe all of these things in that category or a few. Like if you're like, I really just like physically feel like I need to get going and get the energy moving, you could focus on that. But as we go through, if there's other ones that resonate, just just pick the ones that feel good. And I always find you're way more likely to stick to something if it just feels good and natural and you feel called to do it and then you do it. So now I want to dive into how you can spring clean mentally. 
So I don't know if we always think about kind of spring cleaning as something that you can do to like your mind and your thoughts, but it absolutely is. So much of starting over and new beginnings has to do with your mind. This is the perfect time to start a new good habit. Um, You know, right off the bat, if you aren't already doing a few minutes of meditation every day, this is absolutely the perfect time to start. This is probably one of the best ways, easiest ways, fastest ways to spring clean mentally is kind of just getting like those 10 minutes a day in of meditation. Um, It's an absolute game changer and it helps you to get mental clarity, focus. It'll help you have a more positive outlook on life. Like this is really something that is kind of like that little secret sauce that will help you, you know, really kind of get back on track and help your mind feel clear and sharp and just ready to do what it is that you need to do and just find that balance. So if you aren't doing a daily meditation practice and you want to do some of that mental spring cleaning, I highly recommend that you start one. And again, you just need about 10 minutes a day. So you certainly don't have to do like an episode of my podcast. You could, um, but you could also just focus on your breath for 10 minutes. You can do anything for, for 10 minutes. Another thing that is great for spring cleaning mentally is going to be changing your thought patterns. So it is time to mentally clean out your closet, and that means it's time to get rid of those negative thoughts and limiting beliefs. So I want you to think about these things as like those old jeans that you wore back in high school that are still in the back of your closet, and you never wear them because they don't fit, they're out of date, and you're literally never going to wear them again it's time to let them go. That's what these negative thoughts and these limiting beliefs are to you. So if you have been struggling with these, um, not necessarily even just through winter, but just in general, spring is the time to get that kind of mental shift and to kind of change your outlook. So how do you get rid of these things? Negative thoughts and limiting beliefs, they are just like cockroaches they're really hard to get rid of and they will try to sneak back in anywhere you can Um, and so we want to get rid of them and we want to get rid of them for good so how do you do that the first thing that you need to do is you need to become aware of what negative thoughts and limiting beliefs that you are telling yourself And this is so, so, so important because these limiting beliefs and negative thoughts, you know, things like I'm too old for that or, you know, I'm not smart enough or I'm not thin enough or I'm not good enough or I'm lazy or even blaming others for your unhappiness or I'll do this after I've done that or, you know, I will wear that dress when I've lost this many pounds or whatever it is. These are all kind of negative thoughts and limiting beliefs. I I don't really have to tell you what it is because unfortunately we all do this to ourselves, but it is time to let that go. So the first thing you have to do is become aware of what negative thoughts and limiting beliefs you are telling yourself. And these will creep into your life. Sometimes you don't even realize you're doing it, Um, you know, just walking past a mirror you get a glance at yourself and maybe you kind of think something not so nice or you know you look at other people on social media you begin comparing yourself you know begin comparing your life to their life whatever it is so the first thing that you do is you're going to become aware of these negative thoughts and limiting beliefs and you're going to write them down so and you can just write down you don't necessarily have to write down like the exact wording 
But for negative thoughts, you know, you could say, just generally say, you know, that you say negative things to yourself about your body or your work ethic or whatever it is. And you could write down limiting beliefs, you know, that you're limiting yourself or holding yourself back because you believe that, you know, maybe you're too old or, you know, that you don't have the ability to overcome certain things, whatever it is write down and just be an observer for like a day or two and write down all the negative thoughts and limiting beliefs that you tell yourself. Then after a couple of days of observing and just be really honest with yourself, just be an observer. You don't need to judge. Just make note of it like you're doing a little science experiment. Then I want you to look up that list and I want you to cross them out And next to it, write a positive thought, an affirmation, or some kind of an expanding belief that you are now going to replace anytime you find yourself kind of saying something negative. So for example, if you are that person, you know, where you walk by the mirror, catch a glimpse of yourself, maybe say something not so nice, um, you know, you say whatever, I don't, I don't even want to say any because I don't want to put any of that out into the atmosphere Um, but maybe you say a not so nice thing to your body every time you notice you're doing that you're gonna if you do you're gonna stop right there and say nope I don't do that anymore you're gonna replace it with one of your positive thoughts maybe something like I'm grateful for my health or I am grateful for you know my strong body or um, you know I am healthy and vibrant And you're just going to start replacing the negative and limiting with the positive and the expansive. So instead of, you know, oh, I'm too old for that, you could say, um, you know, it's never too late to try. And then you're consciously going to work on swapping out all of the old negative limiting with new positive and expansive. And this really will help to get rid of those negative thoughts and give you that mental spring clean. The last thing you can do for a mental spring cleaning is challenge and change your perspective. So, and this is something I think is just so good to do in life is really just trying to, you know, change your perspective, really challenge yourself to see things in a different light. And so how can you really challenge yourself to see something or someone or a situation differently? Maybe you step into their shoes. Maybe you read a book on a new or a challenging topic. Maybe you challenge yourself to see a situation a different way and you step out to try to see a new perspective other than the one that is your own. And I'm not saying that you have to take on a new belief. I'm not saying that, you know, you have to forgive someone if you're not ready for it, but just try to challenge your perspective and the way that you see things. It really is good for the mind. It will help you really kind of expand your mind and kind of open up and just unlock these opportunities mentally. And it really does kind of do this like mental cleansing because if you're constantly thinking about, you know, if you you get kind of stuck in a rut with your thoughts and you get stuck in a rut with what you believe and what you think and what you perceive. So trying to challenge that by being proactive, like I said, reading books, um, stepping into someone else's shoes, whatever it is, you can do that. Now, what about spring cleaning energetically? So I find this one to be really, really fun 
And I don't know if it's just me. It's something that I just really enjoy. I think it's because, you know, my background of being an energy worker and then doing, you know, this meditation work. And I've always been fascinated in the chakras, the energetic system, auras, um, and learning from people that, you know, do different kind of practices in this energetic highway. So I find this one to be so, so, so fun. So I'm excited to share some of these ideas with you. And first, let's talk about like what are some ways or some signs where you need kind of to spring clean energetically that can be feeling just sort of generally like out of whack Um, that could be feeling, you know, sluggish, feeling down. Honestly, the best way to know if you kind of need that that reset or that spring cleaning is when you just kind of feel off. My mom used to always describe it as like feeling out of sorts. And again, it's something that's hard to articulate, but you just you just kind of feel off and like you just feel kind of like blech. And, you know, you don't have a lot of excitement. You don't have a lot of energy. You're feeling just a little bit out of whack. That's usually a sign that energetically speaking, something is a little bit off and we need to do that spring cleaning. So if you're curious about kind of that energetic highway and the chakras running through you, I do go into depth in a free for an episode that is from about a year ago. So March 20th of 2020. And if you're interested in this, I recommend that you go listen to that episode because I really, really dive deep. I think I talk about the chakras for like an hour, which, you know, doesn't surprise me. I get, you know, once I get excited about something, I can just go and go and go. And, you know, you have to kind of rein me in and be like, all right, all right, Kelly, calm it down. Let's, you know, get the train back on the track. So if you want to hear me talk about one of my favorite things, go back to that episode and give it a listen. So um, some of the ways that you can do these energetic tune-ups, again, of course, I mean, obviously I think meditation is great for everything, but one of the best ways that you can kind of energetically cleanse and reset is going to be through meditations and visualizations. And on Sunday, if you're listening to this when this episode is released on Friday, um, Sunday's meditation is an energetic tune-up. So kind of like a chakra tune-up. So something like that is really great. Um, You can just visualize the different energy centers in your body kind of lighting up. You can visualize your aura. So think of your aura as kind of like a little energetic bubble that's around you. And your aura is kind of like an energetic bubble, but also a sponge. So it can pick up, you know, gunk. It can pick up other people's energies and it, it, it does need a little bit of a a cleaning and a cleansing sometimes. So what you can do is you can visualize, you just close your eyes, come to that space of stillness and just visualize however it feels natural to you, that sort of energetic bubble around you being cleansed. So you could visualize it actually being cleansed like with water or being scrubbed. I like to use a lot of light imagery. That's just what resonates with me. So I might imagine maybe like a white light or a gold light kind of shining around me and really kind of cleansing that energetic space. Um, You can also think about things being pulled out like a magnet. Whatever feels natural to you, there's no right or wrong way or right or wrong visualization. Do what resonates with you because that's probably what you need. I've learned through my own personal study and experience, and I've also learned this with working um, on some of my like past life regression work, working with Gina, who you've heard on this podcast before, that you just kind of intuitively follow 
what you need. So if you feel like your aura needs a good like scrubbing, then visualize it being scrubbed clean. Or if you feel like, you know, your heart needs a little bit more light in there, visualize a light showing up in your in your heart. Like there's no right or wrong way to do it, but your intuition will kind of guide you on what it is that that you need. Um, there's also uh, different breath work practices. So breath is so good for your energy. You know, pranayama, prana means energy. And pranayama breath work is one of the best ways to clear those energetic channels. So any kind of breath work, this is often why I start my meditations with focusing on the breath or doing a specific breath pattern is because not only does it help your mind focus on something, but it kind of just wipes the slate clean, clears out those energetic highways and really prepares you for a good meditation practice. So any kind of pranayama, deep belly breaths, alternate nostril breathing, inhaling for four, pausing for one, exhaling for four, pausing for one. Any kind of breath work, any kind of intentional breath work, pranayama, that is going to tap into this energetic body and give you that energetic cleanse that you are hoping to get. There's also different practices um, depending on what you believe or who you've studied with um, or even, you know, different cultures if there is a you know a certain kind of cleansing practice that you know from you know those around you that you can do there's so many out there I personally just like to study different practices I find them really interesting I like to read about them um, you know I like to ask people about them I just find it fascinating so um, you know there's like smoke clearing so that's you know maybe using sage or palo santo depending on you know how you feel about that and again I I encourage you to do the ones that feel right to you. So if you're not quite sure how to do one of these or it's not a part of anything that you've studied or a part of, um, you know, your culture, you may not necessarily want to do it. Um, I'm just going to throw out a bunch of ideas and different ways that I've heard of doing it. Um, So, you know, smoke clearing, sage, you could use Palo Santo. Um, you can also do some crystal clearing. So I know like clear quartz or selenite are really great for that. Um, you can do an egg cleansing. This is something I had a teacher taught me how to do it actually when I was quite young. And it's something I've always kind of enjoyed doing is using like an egg as a vessel for cleansing, um, sound baths or frequency clearings um, using different uh, singing bowls again sound baths um, these different frequencies can kind of like the sound waves and the vibrations in them help to then clear out the energy in your energy centers and also your aura which I think is really cool and then a really simple way is just getting outside in the sunshine and just letting the sun kind of shine on you and letting that warmth just like clear out your energy you can absolutely do that too you could also go on the internet and probably find 90 million other different ways Um, Those are just some of the more common ones that maybe you've seen or heard of before. So lots of ways to practice out an energetic clearing. You can also do a lot of these um, to your home as well. So even something as simple as, um, you know, if you do like to do smoke clearings, um, you can open up all of the windows in your house. You can open up all of, um, you have to open up all the doors as well. So this is something that I might be doing soon to kind of get the old energy out and invite the new in. So like I said, you open up every door, 
every single window, every drawer in your house, closet doors, anything that can open, you open it. And then you can go through and you can either visualize like the fresh air clearing it out. If you like to use sage, you could do something like that too. Um, And you just kind of go and you like go to every single bit of your house and just get that that clearing. So it's something I did when I moved into my house. I'm sure my neighbors thought I was absolutely just like cuckoo. Um, but you know, whatever. If someone doesn't think you're a little nuts, I don't think you're quite quite living, you know? I'm sure there's a lot of things I do where my neighbors just think, oh boy, here she goes again. Um, let's see. Okay, so everything around you, I just lost my spot for a second in my in my little notes that I wrote down. So everything around you has energy and vibration. So another thing that you can do to energetically clear is to get rid of things that are low vibrational. So things that bring up negativity or anxiety or resentment in your life. Also clutter, like I talked about, um, a lot of clutter or lots of like junk around can kind of lower that vibration and have an impact on your energetic body. So removing those things as well can definitely help. Um, And then again, one of the easiest ways, visualization of clearing your energy in meditation, your chakras, your auras. That's probably one of the easiest ways. You can pretty much clear anything if you set your intention and then you visualize it being cleansed. You You can always do it that way. So finally, I want to talk about spring cleaning emotionally, so that emotional kind of cleanse and detox. So for me, this translates to heart work. So opening the heart, letting go, and healing the heart. So again, this is the perfect time to do this, this time of new beginnings, this time of rebirth, this time of starting over, a wonderful, wonderful time to do some of this deep heart healing opening work. So the first thing that you have to do is you have to ask yourself, what am I ready to release and let go of out of my heart? And probably it's not going to be that hard. A lot of us have things that are weighing on our heart that are pretty obvious and you just think, man, you know, I'm really letting this thing hold me down. I'm holding resentment on for this thing. You know, I'm holding anger on my heart towards this person. I'm, you know, full of negativity, whatever it is. What are you ready to let go of from your heart that is that dark, heavy gunk? What is it? And then there's a few different ways once you've identified what it is that you can actually start doing some of this heart work. I have found that if you are ready to let go of something that's around like a certain person, writing a letter to them to someone that has hurt you, just a really open, honest letter. You get all of your feelings and anger out. You can write all the things, whatever it is that you want to say to them. You can just write. One time I did this to someone, it was like a six page just letter and I just had to get it all out. It was just this kind of scathing and just full of my pain and hurt and all of my emotions. You write it all down, you get everything out and then you either rip it up or you burn it. And it's just that action of like physically doing something to like pull out those feelings of hurt and anger and and those things that you want to say and getting on paper and then like physically getting rid of it can be really, really, really helpful. Um, Also, again, any kind of heart meditation 
can be wonderful for this. Um, heart opening meditations, heart healing meditations, love meditations, and also physical heart openers and yoga practice, um, which a lot of heart openers are also back bends. So if you are working on kind of that physical cleansing of twists and back bends, you'll probably get some more heart openers in there as well. Um, even just a quick Google search, heart opening yoga poses will give you some great ideas. And doing that, like physically kind of opening up the front of your body and physically opening your heart can really, really, really help too. Um, I find that going into a physical heart opener. So there's one that I like where I lay on my back and I take like a bolster or a rolled up blanket. I put it along my spine and then open my arms up on the floor, kind of like a goalpost. When I'm in this heart opener, I like to go into that position first and then do one of my heart opening meditations. That to me, like the physical opening and then using the meditation to kind of like emotionally open really, really works for me. So that might be worth a try if you're trying to like open and let go in your heart. Another thing that works well is going to be journaling. So you could start again, great time to start a new habit, just writing in a journal a few you know, a few minutes every day. I've never been much of a journaler. Um, I have done it here and there, but I know for a lot of people, it's an incredibly powerful, transformative and healing practice. So journaling, getting your emotions out there, you know, writing daily affirmations, whatever it is, journaling can be really great and powerful for doing some of this emotional spring cleaning. Then also tapping into your passions reaching out to those that you love and doing this to kind of open your heart. So passions for things, whether it's, you know, you, you used to knit all the time and you loved it, picking that back up, that can really open up your heart. Um, you know, hanging out with like your animals and your fur babies, calling someone, you know, that you love, reconnecting with an old friend. All of these things can be really like emotionally cleansing and healing so that's a simple way that you can do some of that and then last but not least connecting with nature and then leaving it all there so what I mean is a great way to kind of emotionally cleanse and cleanse your heart of negativity um, and kind of that gunk that we have in it is to go out into nature even if it's just you know in your back patio or going on a hike or whatever it is going out into nature and then you can imagine that the greenery around you, that kind of Mother Earth, um, is kind of sucking out that negativity. Sometimes they call it like um, a forest bathing or like a green shower, and um, which that one I think sounds a little silly and maybe a little shady. But you go out and you just let the energy of the earth around you pull out that negativity and that gunk, just sucking it out of you and just leaving you feeling lighter and more energized with that open heart. And then whenever you leave, wherever it is when you're out in nature and letting it just pull out that negativity, then just leave it there. Mother Earth, this planet, the Earth's vibrations, it knows what to do with that negativity. It will take it and just recycle it. You don't need it anymore. So just going out, even if it's just in your backyard, maybe bare feet in the grass, letting the Earth pull out that negativity from your heart and then just leaving it there, letting it be gone is another wonderful, easy and powerful practice for spring cleaning your heart. So those are the ideas that I have for you. Remember, you do not need to do all of these things 
things. But, you know, just think about where are you ready to do a little spring cleaning? Is it, you know, a little bit of each? Is there one area you really want to focus on? Um, Where do you want to cultivate new beginnings? Where do you want to bring light into darkness? Where do you want to start new? What habits do you want to build? Even taking a few minutes to kind of reflect on this can help bring some clarity and know that this time of year is a time to do it. The energy is on your side. This time of year, the season is on your side and that this is a wonderful time to completely spring clean your life. So I hope that this got you thinking, it got the wheels turning, gave you some ideas. I'd love to hear about your spring cleaning practices. If you're doing anything fun, um, feel free to share it on Instagram or tag me, send me a DM. Uh, My handle is at yoga for you online. And I just love hearing from you guys and hearing what you're doing. I think I'm probably going to do maybe like a home clearing Um, If there's a day that maybe my husband can take the pooch and the baby out for a little bit, I might kind of do a little bit of a meditation and get the old stagnant energy from winter out of my house and invite in some of the freshness. Um, And then also, you know, I've been doing some of that shifting and eating. Um, I will probably keep doing that, but I'm actually looking forward to maybe going outside. I've been doing walks, but I think this weekend it's going to be warm. I might go for a little bit of a jog and just mix it up, get the blood flowing, get outside and just do something new. So that's kind of what I'm thinking for spring cleaning, but I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for joining me. And I hope that wherever you are, whatever you are doing, that you are finding some joy in it and that you are safe and you are happy and you are healthy.